Thank you so much. Welcome. This next one's called Fixing Broken Windows. Is that correct? It sounds better up close. Hey, one more time. Let's make everyone who's listening to 4 Z right now get a serious case of FOMO. Come on, make some noise. This is Live Delay. Heard on 4 Z 102.1 FM, Z Digital, and nationwide on the Community Radio Network. Hello and welcome to Live Delay, a weekly selection of fine live music recorded in venues across Brisbane by volunteers of community radio station 4ZZZ. We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which Live Delay is produced, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We recognise that sovereignty was never ceded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This episode of Live Delay was put together with the help of our sponsors, the live music-loving people at Mountain Goat Beer. This week on Live Delay, we begin a three-part series recorded at Oscilloscape 15 at Alchemix, a recording studio in West End. Oscilloscape is a semi-regular performance event showcasing local experimental electronic music. To tell us more about the event, here's organiser and performer Lindsay Crawford. So Lindsay, how long has Oscilloscape been running for? Uh, Oscilloscape's been running since uh, for about two years now. Um, the first one was in January 18. The, the format's been fairly consistent for those two years. There's generally six, five acts or so per given evening. What was the original idea behind putting it on? Uh, there seemed to be at the time very few events or evenings that explored sort of more the abstract, for want of a better term, side of electronic music in Brisbane. Obviously, there's things like Room 40 that have been putting on their gigs for years. And I, I think Paul, who's also involved here, had upper partialism for a while. But there, there seemed to be uh, not much outside of that. So it came out of an idea with a, a group of, of core people, basically, who were mostly involved with doing live performative electronic music away from laptops. Uh, so it had a heavy modular component to begin with. And it's kept mostly to that. It's deviated to, you know, encompass other musicians that use, you know, other instruments. Everything from being commercially available through to just DIY, build it yourself. Um, but generally steers clear of doors and other, you know, more current production methods, if you'd like. And having pre-recorded tracks. So it really is all live. It's all live, yeah. yeah. Um, generally, I would say that it is uh, mostly improvised. I, I get the impression that the artists who do appear tend to work on their sets um, prior to the evening, of course. In Sugar Ray's case, there's a bit of an exception there. Like, they literally had a score on the evening. Um, but that, that's the only time I think I've seen a score as such. But generally, yeah, it's improvised and collaborative uh, we do have some solo acts but we sort of facilitate um, artists collaborating together where we can as well oh how do you do that uh, usually just introductions so um, you line up two people that might be doing interesting work uh, and just ask them to do a piece 
and really the guidelines are quite broad. It's just that it can't be dance music per se and um, there's a duration which is somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes generally. Have you always been in the same location since the start? Uh, yeah, so it's been hosted solely really out of Alchemix Recording Studios in West End, which is run by Marley Lusk. Um, Marley has been involved locally now uh, for a long time. Um, prior to West End, he was over in Willingabba, uh, but he's set up the studio there in, uh, in West End. And it's a really beautiful space. It's high, really high ceilings with a mezzanine, which we often have projections coming from. A wonderful desk. So, yeah, we're really privileged to, to utilise that space. What kind of visuals do people include in their performances? Um, we usually pick an artist to do visuals for the whole evening. So there's been one instance where... Uh, an artist produced their own visuals, but generally for consistency, I like having the same sort of aesthetic across the whole evening. So it's really up to them. It's really free reign on what they do. Uh, so we've had Kit Mason, who's a fantastic artist. Um, also Warren Handley and uh, David Upshur have done visuals for, for Oscilloscope. How does the, because I imagine Alchemix was not built as a performance space, but as a recording space. How does it go adapting uh, to the audiences? Uh, incredibly well. Like, we're very fortunate because it sounds fantastic. I've played in other spaces where it just hasn't had that same sound quality at all. Uh, so it's part of the experiences that the sound is beautiful in there. Um, in terms of its capacity for an audience, I think it can sit around about 60 people or so. It's a fairly large space and a lot of the uh, divisions that Marley will set up in that studio are mobile to some degree. So it's a fairly large open uh, space so it can accommodate for that quite well. And I think other artists such as um, Primitive Motion certainly um, have played like just gigs there in much the same way like with with drum kits and stuff yeah yeah absolutely. oh wow yeah. yeah it's got a beautiful mic collection as well yeah so, i imagine yeah would you call it i guess ambient experimental kind of electronic music is that fair to say yeah i think that's fair how do you think that particular part of the brisbane music community has grown uh in say the last five or ten years uh i think it's fluctuated a lot Obviously, certain people have gotten older, stopped actually doing it. Um, some of those people come back, which is great to see. I don't know. I, I'd like to think that we're continuing something that has been ongoing for probably, you know, 70s or 80s or something like this. But it seems to be fairly healthy now. It's, there are various other things that are popping up here and there. And it always surprises me the, um, the volume of artists who you just won't know who will just come through with something quite amazing. It's really quite yeah, surprising to see that. That was Lindsay Crawford, organiser of the Oscilloscape 15 event, and you're listening to Live Delay. We'll be back with the second half of that interview later in the show, but first, here's Unwar performing live at Oscilloscape on the 16th of November 2019.
This is Live Delay and that was Unwar, recorded live at Oscilloscape 15 on the 16th of November 2019. Before we play the next set, here's the second half of our interview with event organiser Lindsay Crawford. Apart from the artists uh, that we're featuring on this uh, Oscilloscape 15 uh, series, what are some of your other highlights that you've seen come through? Uh, there are a lot. Um, Ross Manning certainly was, was a, uh, a special one. I don't know if you're familiar with Ross's work. No. So he builds these like mobile sculptures um, and some of them are generated towards light and others are generated towards sound. So he's set up situations where, uh, you know, he'll play rubber bands that have been stretched at various lengths and tubes that have been uh, tuned to based on lengths and, and things like this. It's really quite astounding. Oscilitha comes to mind, who is uh, Nick Giles, who works down at Store DJ. His sets are incredibly well thought out and the production quality is just astounding really. Joe Lodge is a guy I've fortunately had a few opportunities to collaborate with myself. He has a very um, melodic sense or approach to, to using his equipment. Yeah, there's, there's countless others. Lloyd, who I mentioned before, is always fantastic. Beyond the artists themselves uh, who come to see each other's work, do you find there's a decent-sized audience who is just there to listen? It's, it's hard to know. I, I think so. I think there's, there's an audience, but I also think there's a lot of artists also who, um, who come along to look at other artists, basically. Uh, what the ratio is, I, I couldn't really say. Do you have any, uh, any further plans or ambitions to um, do some more interesting things or even expand Oscilloscape in the future? Um, it would be nice to include it embedded or nested in some sort of festival context. I don't have any direct plans for that, so, but something that I'd like to do in a, in a slightly different context. Obviously, the sound quality is incredibly important to us uh, and, and we're spoilt in that regard, so it would have to kind of accommodate for that as well. Lindsay, how did you yourself first come to this genre of music? Uh, the 80s, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we all, I think we've all grown up with, you know, pop songs that had big synth pads behind them and sort of been fascinated by what produces that sound. Um, so that's probably been one of the early contributors. And then you dabble in, in software and then you sort of just go from there, really. So, Lindsay, the artists that, uh, that were featured in Oscilloscape 15, can you give us a, a bit of a rundown of who they are and where they come from and what kind of music they make? Yep. So, we'll start with Shigoro then. Uh, it's Tom Green and Noz Omo. Tom's worked under various aliases and they're both um, classically trained musicians. So, like I said earlier, they came with a score for the evening, which when you listen back to the recording is a, is a little surprising potentially. They've played at Oscilloscape twice and uh, it, it's potentially a little bit of an exception for us in that they do play with certain genre tropes, if you'd like, of, of drum and bass and funk music, etc. But it's sort of spliced in a very interesting way and um, they bring this sort of uh, musical virtuosity to their, their playing, which is really quite visually spectacular on itself, regardless of whatever visuals are going. So fantastic group and I believe they've only played three or four times which is amazing. Moshak is largely a techno producer, uses quite a large modular rig 
So I asked him specifically to do something not in that in that vein. And he's produced something with a, a field recording of somebody's voice and, you know, arpeggiated sense. So there's hallmarks there, but it's certainly in another another space. Uh, we also had Flora Wong, who is associated with Made Now Music and um, Dots and Loops, which is another more classically orientated, I would say, um, event series, but uh, mind-blowing sort of performance which features uh, violin through a delay pedal really simple but is just huge sounding we had joe lodge and myself joe and i've collaborated on a couple of pieces uh this one i'm trying to remember what we were going for i can't really recall but i know it, it features some cowbell uh manipulations and um there's lots of droning sort of synth sounds on that um, as well. Unwar, yeah. So Unwar is Michael Donnelly. He is down from near Lismore. Um, really fascinating. So for that set, he had an, a couple of drum machines, I believe, and he was controlling other percussive elements through manipulating the drum machine. So like mechanically so there would be a, a, some sort of i imagine a cv signal that would go out to a a um i can't remember if it was just a tom drum or something and it actually had a mechanical sort of mallet which would strike that drum so there's a mix of uh he's a drummer as well so there's a mixture of mechanics and electronics and him actually hitting this random banal you know household items as well and was, was that all visible that sounded yeah. like a rube goldberg machine kind of thing. yeah yeah so he has the the mechanics sort of laid out on the floor in front of him <laughs> and cool. you, you sort of watch it while he triggers them from from a drum machine and then he hits other things and yeah really really quite good he's also a fantastic artist a painter that's something that i spend a lot of time sort of involved in as well and he he does sort of a a bricolage kind of approach to painting if you'd like so yeah he's michael donnelly if you look him up on on facebook or instagram you'll see some examples of his work there well Lindsay, thank you very much for talking to us at live delay uh, and all the best for future oscilloscapes thanks scott appreciate it that was Lindsay crawford organizer of the experimental electronic music event oscilloscape you're listening to Live Delay, and up next we have a set from Lindsay and collaborator Joe Lodge, recorded at Oscilloscape 15 last November.
You're listening to Live Delay and this is Joe Lodge and Lindsay Crawford.
This is Joe Lodge and Lindsay Crawford, and you're listening to Live Delay.
That was Joe Lodge and Lindsay Crawford. Both sets in this episode of Live Delay were recorded at Oscilloscape 15 at Alchemix in West End on the 16th of November 2019. The sets were recorded and mixed by Marley Lusk and Jack Brock, and a special thank you to studio operator Marley for doing live sound on the night. This episode of Live Delay was produced by Radio 4 Z in Brisbane. The program airs throughout South East Queensland on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM, online at Digital, and across Australia via the Community Radio Network. To keep up to date with all the happenings at Live Delay, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. If social media is not your thing, visit our website at livedelay.com to sign up to our email newsletter as well as listen back to past episodes. Tune in next week to hear the second part of our Oscilloscape 15 series featuring music from Mo Shack and Flora Wong. I'm Scott Mercer and that's the program for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, support local live music however you can and if you go out, don't forget to bring the earplugs. You've been listening to Live Delay. Live Delay is put together with the support from our sponsors, the live music-loving folks at Mountain Goat Beer.